0: Hey, Jay, have you heard about bustedtees.com?
1: I mean, I set up our account, and I've bought shirts there, so yeah. Just,
0: I'm trying to do a promo. Just just work with me here, okay?
1: Okay. Tell me about bustedtees.com.
0: Gladly. They sell pop culture and geek-inspired apparel, accessories, and more. And their stuff is awesome. You like Star Wars, Jay? I you do. You like video games? Yeah, I do, yeah. Harry Potter? Yeah, I nice. Yeah. Star Trek? Yeah. Humorous tees in general? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Some badass socks, cups, hats, uh-huh. hoodies, a bunch more, all that stuff?
1: Why, yes. I, I I, do like those things, Matt. Well, then you know what you should do? You should head over to
0: bustedtees.com and shop all their cool gear. And At the checkout, put Jason25945 in the discount code spot. You'll get a nice chunk of change off, and it helps us out to boot.
1: That's bustedtees.com. Discount code jason 25945
0: BustedTees.com. Designs that pop culture. <whistles> um Sly Whistle Maestro.
2: Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen let's, let's broaden, broaden our arms. minds. Who has a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? Who makes a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? You do! do, Bunch of e Don't you want to listen to our mixtape? Raise the roof,
3: with the moon? Come along and laugh with our mixtape! Ha 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 waka
1: so we are back here on the mixtape, and you are listening to myself, Jason Emmett, and alongside me, the man who keeps hurting my achy, breaky heart because he blows the dust off his bottle of strawberry wine, gets drunk, and boots boot goots those boots under <laughs> someone else's bed, Twisted Kid Matt. Hello. <laughs> you might have heard a little giggle in the background there. We also have with us Casey Masterpiece. Who Young Black Teddy Roosevelt. May's Boots ah! Also, I don't know. Uh, if the intro di- didn't give it away and you missed the show title completely when you downloaded this, we're doing <laughs> 90s country this time around. For me, 90s country songs were very easy to come up with, uh, yeah. but I do not like them anywhere near as much as the 80s tracks we all picked. <laughs> I can tell you that. But this one wasn't hard. This one was not hard at all, for me, anyway. What about you guys? Like, coming up with your 90s country songs versus your 80s country songs.
2: Oof. I had to get into a special mood, Um, mainly with Jack Daniels, um, (laughs) some Wild Turkey, and uh, some uh, Old Granddad, you know. Uh, A a country's boy's uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Yeah, Hillbilly Thanksgiving right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That sounds about right. Like, Mm -hmm. every... Well, country boy Thanksgiving I went to. Well, the '80s that.
1: tracks were more fun, but it was easier to pick '90s tracks.
0: It was very easy for me to pick '90s tracks. That's like we discussed in the past. That's kind of what I grew up listening yeah. to. Was, was well, I'm, 90s sorry, I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> I mean I enjoyed it.
1: So <laughs> well, I think we, which is
0: weird because now I I'm like ah, I don't like country music, and then I've. I put all of these songs on my Spotify it, playlist and just rocked the hell out for the past couple of weeks.
1: It may get brought up, and I can't remember if we actually bring it up on in the show proper here in a minute or not. But it's weird because I didn't like most of the stuff, but I could sing all of this stuff. It's oh, yeah. so freaking weird. It is just bizarre. Um, There's one
0: particular song that uh, didn't make the episode that every time it has come up on my, on my shuffle on Spotify, it is... It takes over my entire personality, apparently, and suddenly I'm singing Mary Chapin Carpenters down at the Twist and Shout. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, guys, the three of us are not going to be alone this week. We are actually going to be joined by our good buddy Stewie D, who uh, listened to a lot of this stuff in the 90s as well. We're also going to have suggestions from you guys, the listeners, our tapeworms. Uh, we love you guys so very much, and we thank you for leaving us a review wherever you listen. Because you've done that, we we know you have. Because you're awesome, you've left us a review, right? Right? You better um, have. Yeah, and if not, you you know you should.
2: Yeah, you should
1: do it. Do it. All right, guys. Do so it. I real quick want to ask. I asked how easier hard it was for you guys to pick the songs but i want to i want to kind of get real quick your feeling overall like the 90s country versus the 80s country like when we did the 80s for me it was a lot more fun Mm. and then when i hit the 90s it it just feels a lot more cheesy
2: (laughs) so (laughs) yeah um also there's a lot of cheese some things
1: we hit on in the episode so we won't get real in depth but like i noticed a lot of trends so what are your guys feelings overall the 80s versus 90s country? Not necessarily our list, just in general.
2: Mm, I felt a little bit more comfortable with 90s country. It's weird saying that because <laughs> when I think of 80s country, uh, for some reason I just think of Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and they mostly did 70s A lot country. of 70s,
1: yeah. 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 Yep. Well, we're going to deliver some really good uh, 90s country. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that word, but we're going to... Give you some 90s country here. Um, before we do all that, though, we're going to drop in our social media like we do. Um, hopefully you guys do listen to it occasionally and you do go follow us on the social media platforms because that's the best place to do things like give us your thoughts on playlists and you know tell us if we suck. Really, social media is the best place to do it. So we're going to give you that right now. And then we're going to hop back in, and we're going to talk 90s country. We're going to be joined by uh, Stewie D. So, yeah, after these messages, we'll be right right, right, back. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's That's all you know. Hey, you guys might not know this. You should because we talk about it all the time. But we have all the social medias you could want and more. That's right. We're on Facebook. We are on TikTok, we are on YouTube, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram. Most of those places you can find us if you look up the Mixtape Podcast. But you can just go over to the website, which is themixtapepod.com, and there'll be links and everything. You can get it there. But uh, we also have a phone number. Matt, would you like to give the folks at home that phone number? Absolutely. Hey, guys, we have a phone number. and You can call it and leave
0: a message, which we would almost definitely play. That number is 513-437-2377. Or if it's easier, just call
1: 513-HERAD-77. Call it and be cool. There you go. Guys, go check us out on all the social medias and be as cool as we are. Or Well, you're going to be cooler because we're not that cool. All right, we are here on the mixtape. I, of course, am Jason Emmett. I'm Casey Masterpiece. Uh, I'm Twisted Kid Matt.
2: I'm Stewie D! Stewie! Stewie.
1: We, we warned everybody that we were going to be doing this episode and that Stewie would be joining us. Um, uh, come full, back for country. Oh, full, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> Dude, That that's going to be like the next country compilation album. <laughs> come yeah. back for country <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on two <Like> CDs. <laughs>
0: that, that punk CD? <laughs> two
1: CDs or two cassettes. Dude, I sent that over to you, right? Country, How great it was that? Country goes God. punk. God. Yeah. So I sent Matt over a clip off of TikTok that was an actual CD. Called Punk, and they had these really two like horrible posers wearing mm-hmm. bad wigs, going this. The guy's going like, and the get these two music. CDs, Punk, and the girl is just going, yeah, man, like that's her whole bit, and like yeah. nothing on the CD was a Punk song, like nothing. You it was like Huey Lewis, Lewis. It's like <laughs> like what? the Fix. Yeah, it's like none of this <laughs> is <laughs> Punk. None of this is Punk. It was really funny, but I it wasn't. An- was a
0: don't dream it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah, Crowded House no, was on there. Yeah, Crowded House, thank you. And I'm like, this is not This is not even close. A, I mean, it was a great compilation. Yeah, just don't call it
1: the Punk compilation. Yeah, not a punk song on there. Oh yeah. god, not TikTok. Punk. But we're here to talk about country today. Hey, if it's on TikTok, yeah. it's real. That's right. hmm yes, We had so to we found this out. We just, had to have some discussions about that yesterday. I had to inform Stewie. Just because you saw it on uh, TikTok doesn't mean it's real. We have feedback. Whoa. So, uh, i to be here. It's freaking Dave from totally 80s and 90s recall, of course. <gasps> Hi, that Dave. Uh, he, he actually responded to something we were chatting back, back on episode 108, the 80s love listener choice episode. Uh, oh, we yeah. talked about some of this with him back and forth, and I've uh, been emailing him a little bit back and forth. But Dave said, uh, great new episode, lots of good love songs. I'll go the other way from you talking about me as. Mm. The song True is awesome and True Colors is not great. Well, sir, I'm gonna have to disagree uh, on the My Wife might fight you. Largest disagree level ever. True Colors is a wonderful song, as is anything Cindy Lauper does. Uh, and for me personally, I true the song True is just really schlocky and corny to me, but I guess it's in a really wonderful eighty schlocky way. So I get the eighties-ness. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those songs a, a prom for, for me. Song.
2: Yeah, ain't um, no schlock like '80s schlock. <laughs> Dave says, "Thanks for mentioning." He says, uh, thanks, oh, for, slack, slack.
1: "Thanks for mentioning us uh, anytime." You guys are awesome, by the way. Mm-hmm. T- totally '80s and '90s recall. If you guys want to go check them out, uh, and he says, "I yield. I was wrong about Baby, but I still hate the movie. Uh, <laughs> that's fine." Uh, <laughs> Dave, you're not a happy man with some of our, our with some it? of our '80s choices, are you? What was wrong about Baby? <laughs> oh. Um I was like <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um I personally like dirty dancing, but I can see how it might not be for everyone. That's fine. What, God, was, what
3: was wrong with baby? Nothing was wrong with baby. Oh, you just said something about baby. That's what was, like.
1: was she always in a corner? Baby was not sixteen, she yeah. was eighteen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, dude, God knows there's a lot of uh films out there I don't like that everybody else does, and for whatever reason, I don't particularly care for it. So He also said, FYI, you may know this, but now, this is... Guys, I am going to tangent for a minute on this, because I've talked to all you guys about it in separate, but you may know this, but unless you have an original copy of Set Adrift on Memory Bliss, you cannot hear the original version online anymore. So, this is in reference to the fact that we were discussing last week that... uh, Well, not last week, on the Listener Love episode, that Matt didn't know that... True, that Set Adrift on Memory Bliss was pretty much the what well, was the music from True. And what he is talking about, so Dave says lead singer died and his cousin re-recorded it, replaced it on all the streaming platforms, and it's absolutely terrible. So I did know this. Um, I went to stream PM Dawn a couple years back, and the song, I said, you know, play Set drift on Memory Bliss. <laughs> And it starts playing, and I'm like, "What the shit is this?" And I was talking to a friend of mine. He's like, "No, that's that's Prince B's cousin. They re-recorded the song." Which I was like, "Why did they do that?" So I actually did a little research on this. By the way, it sucks when I say when he says it's it's terrible. He's being nice. He, it is so yeah. fucking bad. So Prince B's cousin. I'll tell you guys what happened a little bit. If you guys don't know, uh, Prince don't. B had diabetes and was having a lot of health problems and ended up having a stroke. The band stayed together even after that, but they started not getting along so well. So uh, DJ Minuteman, who was the other member of PM Dawn, ended up leaving the band, and Prince B brings his cousin in, Doc G. The guy calls himself Doc G. So he brings him in.
0: Real uh, creative and original. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm.
1: it's Prince B, DJ Minuteman, Doc G, whatever. (laughs) So Uh, he brings...
2: All about the alphabet.
1: He brings Doc G in, right, as the replacement for dj Minuteman. well then prince b passes away right so doc g his cousin takes the takes brings in another guy so if you ever see pm dawn somewhere it's not pm dawn it's, it's literally two dawn dudes that have nothing to do with it he brings like in this AM other guy sunset. decides they're going to re-record not only the lyrics but the music to set a drift on memory bliss he goes on has it removed from every streaming platform because he doesn't want any of the proceeds from it to go to um, DJ Minuteman or Prince B's family. He wants them all to come straight to him. What because, a dick, yeah, piece of shit. Right. Yeah, piece of shit. So yeah. they are basically a bad PM Don cover band at this point. So don't, you know.
0: That's kind of awful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, I Dave, kind of, I mean, completely Dave. See, Dave had a lot of good things to say that made me like want to discuss things. <laughs> We're going to have them on the show <laughs> at some point. We've been discussing that with them and uh, yeah. we can discuss things further. But he also said um, to continue to what, what Dave was. He said, Rosanna, cause we talked about Rosanna too. He said, basically, I don't know where my whole shit was. Oh, he said through my research, Rosanna is not about Rosanna Arquette, the band and Arquette went along with the joke as she was dating the keyboard player, but it is actually just a coincidence. The song is about many girls, and Rosanna fit the lyrics. So I looked into this one a little bit, too, because I was kind of curious. And uh, yes, he is sort of correct, and sort of it is about Rosanna Arquette. So uh, keyboard player David Page... Was about this the song he wrote, Rosanna, about this song about this girl he knew in high school that he was had a crush on or whatever his first love, whatever. And then at the time when he joins the band and the dr- band's drummer, Steve Paracco or Porcaro is dating Rosanna Arquette. And I guess he really wanted to like write a song for Rosanna Arquette, but he didn't have one. And they were mm-hmm. like, Well, Rosanna's name fits and the lyrics of this, the song that already exists. So they're like, all right, let's just stick her name in it. So the song was not written for Roseanne Arquette, but it's sort of dedicated to her if you think about it. But it was in fact written about a girl he had a crush on. And yes, he's like, or, you know, any girl that I kind of had a thing for over time. So there you go. But yeah, that would be kind of cool to do an episode where we talk about a few specific songs that we've always sort of wondered about where they came from and heard rumors about, and then talked about where they really truly came from. That'd be kind of neat. That'd be a good episode. Please go over check out totally eighties and nineties recall. They obviously talk a lot of eighties and nineties. It's a good show. I mean, it is in their name. It is in their name. Totally in their name. Ha! Ah, see. But today we're not talking about any <laughs> of that. Recall. Today we're talking about nineties country, and we are about to deliver our mixtape choices. <sighs> we're going to start with our good buddy Stewie D. Uh, no, no. no. Um, as is always the case, we're going to drop in a snippet of the song, give a little bit of info, and then we'll explain why we picked it. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna start. We're going to start with this awesome song right here. And the thunder rolls,
0: the thunder rolls, and the lightning
2: strikes, another love grows cold.
1: All right, this is obviously Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks. Might be the best song on the list today. Uh, Yeah, this is a good one. Co-written and recorded by Garth Brooks off the 91 album No Fences. It was the fourth and final single becoming his sixth number one hit on the country charts. Uh, Brooks says he came up with an idea to describe a rocky marriage as thunder rolling inside of a marriage and outside at the same time. They wrote it and somehow it ended up being uh, pitched to Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker liked the song and she actually recorded a version. Uh, this was 1988. Her version mm-hmm. had an additional verse, which was added by Brooks and Auger. Um, I guess somebody who helped write the song. I don't know who that is. Uh, the verse had the wife getting pissed off at her husband's infidelity. So she shoots him. <laughs> the verse goes tonight will be the last time. She'll wonder where he's been. Um, I guess Brooks producer Alan Reynolds was disappointed because he loved the song and he really wanted Garth Brooks to, to sing it. Um, so Tanya Tucker ended up dropping it from her album and her version actually sat on a shelf until she released it again in 1995 on her box set, you know, after the success of Garth Brooks. Right, right. um, <laughs> yeah. But that left it open again for Garth Brooks. So he recorded it uh, for no offenses You're going to, you're going to, so Garth Brooks, I will just, He's gonna make the list again tonight, and you're gonna find. So, Garth Brooks in the early days was writing music and trying to get his name out there. So, we're gonna run into that again. I think we talked about it a little bit on the Misheard Song Lyrics episode. Um, this very thing, but there you go, Stewie, you picked Thunder Rolls. Don't
3: don't ask why.
1: Well, we we are gonna ask you why. <laughs> it's part of, it's
3: yeah, part of what that's we, the part it's of the kind of what we
1: do because <laughs> yeah. I listened to it back then. That's it. It's, it's yeah, it. Yeah,
3: that, that's it was a decent song it I is guess. a
1: decent song it's a good song i mean the lyrics are good it's it's garth brooks is one of the it tells a story that's for
3: sure i mean it's you garth, can follow the story real well too
1: garth is one of those guys that like and he's admitted this he'll put the corny ass country songs on and then he tries to do stuff with a little more mm-hmm. deeper you know meaning so thunder rolls and shameless for example shameless which i believe was written by billy joel Yep. So. That's
3: correct. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're our friends. Yeah, because Garth yeah, Brooks does a cover. Friends. Yeah,
1: they're like really close. He does a cover of You May Be Right. And uh, apparently his favorite band is Kiss. Yeah, he, and didn't he's on he
3: the, tried his to his album. Didn't he try to be?
1: He wanted to be like a, rock a rock and roll rock and singer, and roll but he's song. like, I didn't have the voice Chris for that. Gaines. So. Chris yeah. Gaines. I like the Chris Gaines stuff.
0: I've actually heard actually, uh I've never tried to that he's listen bringing it. it back. So yeah,
1: I've heard he's yeah, gonna really. bring back Chris Gaines too, yeah. so we'll see.
0: Uh side note while we're on the topic of Garth Brooks, uh everybody uh pull out your Garth Brooks albums no. and listen to those because they will not be on this Spotify playlist. Oh. None of none of his music is streaming.
1: Well damn. Anywhere hey.
0: except for Amazon music. So him and Taylor uh, Shepherd. He must, listen have, to it on physical
1: he, must media. he must have like a an exclusive thing. Him and Taylor yeah. Swift yeah. took both of songs, up. Well, Stu, yeah.
0: you Good gave job. us. Stuart.
1: You gave us. Now, this is going to be arguably. Unlistenable music. You gave us <laughs> one of the better songs, and now you're going to give us one of the worst songs. Maybe not the worst. I want to discuss mm. this when we're done with everything, but <laughs> this is Stu's next choice. Oh, God.
2: I want to hear him say, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 What what had he better do? (laughs) He better walk that line. Any man of mine, Shania Twain. Shania Twain, 1995. The second single from her second album, The Woman in Me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Twain wrote the song with Robert John Mutt Lang. Um, who also produced the song. The song became her first number one hit on country radio. The, she then proceeded to release a bunch of songs that sounded just like it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what it says. And her second crossover hit landing on the top 40. of the, I'm sorry. I, I All her music. Not a all, fan. Her, no, her songs just sound the exact same to me. Yeah, uh, hmm. Like, they don't sound different to me. I have a really hard time. Like, is this any man of mine? Is this whose bed? She just really good been under? leopard print. Um, yeah, she looks great. Yes, um, she too, yeah. Uh, the song was certified gold. It was nominated for both Best Country Song and Best Female Country Vocal Performance at the 96 Grammy Awards. It won Single of the Year at the Canadian Country Music Awards and uh, Country Music Radio Awards in 1995. It also won Country Single of the Year in 1996 at the Jukebox Awards and Song of the Year at the 96 RPM Big Country Music Awards. Where are all these awards shows coming from? <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> so her real name... More gets involved is Eileen Regina Edwards. That's her okay. real name. Um, so Shania's She picked the, the name Shania. Shania. way better. She picked the isn't name... is she Canadian? Sh- well? She is Canadian. Yeah. She picked the name yeah. Shania. Most believe she picked the name because she thought it was the Ojibwa word, meaning someone on the way. It isn't. But it's not. <laughs> it's someone on the
3: way.
1: Her, stepfather, her stepfather was Terry Twain. Um, he is of Ojibwa descent. So... She thought she was honoring him. It does sound similar to the actual word. Oh,
3: so the last name is actually Twain.
1: It, well, she was raised by her stepfather. Not I her still father. thought it was His like name. a Mark
3: Twain thing.
1: So, yes. I don't know that he ever officially adopted her, no. Uh-huh. But she was raised by him, so she wanted to respect him, so she changed her name. Yeah, and Shania fair, you know? sounds yeah. similar, but it is not the actual word. So, But it sounds good, so <laughs> yeah. she, she went with she it. She got famous before she realized it. So, Stewie, you picked Any Man of Mine by Shania Twain. Arguably, it won a shit ton of awards, so people loved it. But why did you pick it? Uh, like I said before, is because Sheila's good in print. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Don't impress me much, too. Uh, oh, <laughs> nice. Hey, listen, in his defense, Kevin's answer is usually like, oh, it's got a good beat. <laughs>
2: Yeah, out. that's pretty much it.
1: I yeah. stu- you're stealing all my answers today. So you got to stop. Good luck. Yeah, because I, I don't even know who Kevin has on there. Because Kevin has uh, John Michael Montgomery, and he thinks he looks good in leopard print.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is a handsome fella. Oh, God. I, Here. Well, I figured it was a, a theme for any man of mine. So I'd play it.
1: I that I'd makes walk sense. Walk the line. Stop playing it for me, then. I don't. I get in the car last night, and Stu's like, "Here you go, buddy."
0: Any man of mine, <laughs> <That's>,
1: <laughs> it's not I true. We put, put the Offspring of on instantly. Yeah, that, that was false information. <laughs> <laughs> we put Offspring on like right away. um All right, here is Stu's final pick. P-R-O-U-B-L-E with Travis Tritt, written by Jerry Chestnut and recorded by Elvis Presley in March of 1975. Yes, yeah, Stu's eyes just went, what? So you're going to yeah, notice too. a huge trend, <laughs> <Hang on>. guys. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> a lot of covers.
1: Almost all country music is a remake. It's very, I well, never knew like. until we started the 80s episode of this. And then I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Um, Side note, going
0: back to what I was saying about Garth Brooks, the only way to listen to his music is other country artists doing that song.
1: Well, those do exist. Like the
0: Brooks Jefferson doing uh, Friends in Low Places, that version Mm -hmm. is on there on on little playlists that people made of his greatest hits. So, yeah, a lot of cover songs.
1: So, again, recorded by Elvis, 1975. So there you go, cover song. Uh, Had no idea. It was released uh, as a single as The A-Side with the B-side Mr. Songman through RCA, Victor, and off his album Today. Then it was recorded in 1992 by Travis Tritt. It was the third single released from his 92 album of the same name. Peaked at number 13 on the the U.S. charts and 17 in Canadian charts. Hey, I am purposely trying to make sure that I give our Canadian listeners some love because I was informed that, you know, by... You fellas, I think it was Kevin who told me, you know, Canadians love country music. And I did not know yeah, that.
2: But they they yes, do. So I trying. think, I think Canadians what
1: not the dude. Canadians I know. <laughs> <laughs> Stu's like, I know some Canadians. They don't like country music. <laughs> yeah, but this one hit number 17 in Canada. Uh, Trit updated the song quite a bit, made it more upbeat, added like a kind of the boogie woogie sound you get to it. So it's, it is considerably different than the Elvis version. But yeah, it is a remake still. Why did you pick T-R-O-U-B-L-E? I actually like Travis Tritt as a uh, gu- uh, blues guitarist. Yeah, he's a good guitarist.
3: And this is probably, like, the best showing his abilities.
1: Yeah, a fun song. Right. 100%. Yeah, it, is. it is a totally really yeah. fun song. It is. It is...
3: I liked it when I first like when I first started. Like I still like it today, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. At the Sesame
0: Street of country music,
1: (laughs) right? right. (laughs) There's a lot of spelling in this song. Yes, you're not. Hey,
0: Goodell, double o -O k i n g. (laughs)
1: Um, What's that spell? Looking. Yeah. but it's fun it is a fun a song, song that like boogie-woogie upbeat th- tempo really gets you moving you could you could swing dance to the song you know uh, the,
3: the line dance is definitely fast oh, sure for sure oh, yeah.
1: well that's it's funny that you should say that because we're moving into my list next and since we're talking about line dances i don't see oh, no i really don't see a better way to segue into it than that electric slide? no that's that shut up <laughs>
2: yeah, <he'll> go, <laughs> come on
1: Blackjack, Jack, baby, meet
2: me out back, we're gonna boogie.
1: I don't know what the fuck any of the lyrics are talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, they totally don't make sense, but it's uh, a hell of a good The rest of there. the song makes sense. It's telling mm-hmm. a story. You get you, you get off work, man. You want to go have fun with all the... Yeah. Yeah. Ride in the Cadillac, go, toe, go, go to the casino, play some blackjack. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe meet me out back, we're <laughs> gonna boogie. This is... uh Boot Scoot and Boogie, Brooks and Dunn, 1991, first recorded by the band Asleep at the Wheel for their 1990 album, Keeping Me Up Nights. Told you. Hmm. All these songs, man. Uh, Country duo Brooks and Dunn recorded a cover version, which was included on their 1991 debut album. So we talked about this, too. It's not even just that there are a lot of country remakes. There are a lot of country remakes a year or two after the original came out. And it's weird. But I was talking to my wife about this the other day, and she brought up a good point. She said, well, I think a lot of this, you got all these aspiring country artists going out to like Nashville, right? And they're, or wherever, but she brought up Nashville. And she's like, they're trying to record, they're trying to become big. And they write songs. And a lot of times they'll sell the songs or give other people rights to record the song or whatever, just trying to make a name. And then when they hit it big, they want to do their own song. And she's not wrong. That tends to happen a lot. So, um, like I said, this was included on Brooks and Dunn's 1991 debut album, Brand New Man. Uh, this was their fourth single released and fourth consecutive number one single on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Single Chart. Pretty cool for a debut album. They released a debut album; the first four singles they release all hit like number one. Mm. That's that's pretty cool. Brooks and Dunn's uh, first crossover hit, reaching number fifty on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Why did I choose it? I'm going to admit my love for this song, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I will. Wa- you should. It's fantastic. Like much like T.R.O.U.B.L.E., it's just fun as hell. Um, you can't yeah. like stay in bad spirits listening to this stupid ass song. Uh, I will also admit I had no idea the song was a cover. I actually didn't know most of these were the, the, that here. we're going to talk about. It would seem. Uh, when we do songs you didn't know were remakes, we should just be hitting country charts, nothing else, <laughs> because that would make it a lot easier. Uh, we discovered That's last cool. night that I didn't know this. That um, do we actually?
3: Uh, I think find who was the actual originator? No. Of the song?
1: So we were listening. To, I didn't. Stu Stu blew my mind last night because I'm an '80s music lover, and I. Fancy myself one of those '80s one-hit wonder icons. Like I can, I can tell you the one-hit wonder and the song they're famous for and all this. Stu brings up a band last night that I'm like, who? He's like, you don't know who they are? And I'm like, no. So we're listening to um, Boy George and he starts singing a song and Stu's like, this is this is a Cult song. I'm like, who the fuck's the Cult? He's like, the oh, Cult. Really? Yeah. I haven't fucking. When he played it, I recognized it, but I'm like, I don't know who this is though. I know a bit. Do I? I don't know. So we don't know sure we don't know who sang sure, it first. Who sang yeah. it first?
3: So we didn't actually look it up yet.
1: Yeah, we we figured we'd save it for us. What, like, what song
0: what was it? Sanctuary.
1: Sanctuary. Oh, she sells sanctuary. Yeah, by yeah. the Seashell. Yeah. yeah. She's say harsh. that three times fast.
0: <laughs> I already fucked it up. <laughs> I said by.
2: He the He
3: said it one time. I said
1: by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say
0: it comes up as by the
1: cult first. So he might have just. He actually did a couple songs last At least night. Nineteen eighty-five. He did a couple yeah. songs last night that he were covers. I, it just threw me off. That, so like, maybe I kept he kept repeating your
3: myself. I'm like the cult.
1: Yeah, I don't he's, know. He's Like I, I have no I idea
3: don't know what know who you're the talking band talking. is. Yeah. I'm like, wait
2: a minute, you don't. I'm like, all right, but you. But I, you, I never heard of them. Yeah, but I'm just a big old nerd. So. No, but
3: listen to the song. Wait, uh, are you sure it wasn't Berlin
0: doing it? No, nope. no, it was not Berlin. Because there's a video. Of oh Berlin wait, it was Berlin it on that. Same it was too, Berlin,
3: Berlin that did it. Are you sure? Yeah, there, it was Berlin. That well, was
1: then that. it was Berlin doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I could swear it was. Sorry. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it just says that, Except uh, uh, the. Except Boy George, cult. so I
3: went with it. Still Berlin. Maybe was it was.
1: Maybe it was the cult. cult and Culture Club. I got my head. But you know what? You know what? Well, yeah, I do know sense. who sings this song.
3: Right. He said, "I got what you need, son." As we oh, sit man. Down in the cellar, he reached through the cobweb. as he turned on the light. it said,
0: "There might be a little dust, a little dust on the, on the bottle." On the bottle.
1: Dust on the Bottle, David Lee Murphy, 1994. I ain't got a clue who this guy is. You don't know Dust no, on the Bottle? My God. oh my I don't. Written and recorded by David Lee Murphy. It was uh, released in August of 95 as the fourth single from the album Out With a Bang. Hit number one on the Billboard Hot Country singles and tracks and is Murphy's first number one hit. It rem- would remain his only number one hit until 2018. When he topped the chart again with Everything's Gonna Be All Right. Uh this this song also hit number nine on the Canadian country charts. Um he has stated the idea came out of nowhere and he wrote the song in fifteen minutes. So there you go. This is a very famous song. I'm kind of shocked, Stu. Especially yeah. since you were listening to Country. This right. was 95, 94. You might have just been starting to get out of country a little uh, bit. That's possible. But I, um, I was it was more into it in like in ninety-four. Oddly enough, this is when I, I was never a huge fan, but I was hanging out with people. That we're listening to a buttload of it. And uh, we had uh, three friends that these these girls we went to high school with got a, an apartment together. And so we would all be over there all the time. Like on Friday nights, we'd get pizza, we'd hang out. And they always had country music television on in the background. And that's how I came to know Dust on the Bottle. by da- The first time I ever heard it was because I saw the damn music video for it. And it just got stuck in my head. And I couldn't get it out. There's it's a, a weird an, earworm. It is a very weird earworm. There's another song. It's catchy. So if anybody here knows the song I'm about to mention, it'll I think it'll be Matt. But Probably. there was another song that was. I'm already thinking of one that called is. "Pocket Full of Diamonds," and <laughs> it, and it went like this: "Pocket Full of Diamonds, Pocket Full of Diamonds," and it was the worst thing ever. But I had to. I endured that no. music video over and over again. Pocket full of diamonds. Yeah, but and I gotta look it up so, now. So, so, so how b- does it go
2: again, Jay? Pocket full
1: of diamonds. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look full this up diamonds. on uh, Spotify. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody out there is losing their mind right now because they know yeah. exactly what song I'm talking. And and there was also I got to listen to a lot of Blue. Oh yeah, Leanne Rhymes.
0: Oh so lonesome.
1: Didn't make anybody's list. Shocking. No, <laughs> not Blue Moon. Or whatever the hell she's saying. It's still Leon Rhymes, dude. Was it? Yes. <laughs> and you're thinking of Can't Stop the Moonlight, which has no blue in it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> or Can't Fight the Moonlight. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Stewie. <laughs> God love him. <laughs> whatever. Fucking blue and blue moon and moon and can't fight the moonlight. Fucking all lines up. I
3: must say Cadillac <laughs> yeah, was giving you the know.
1: What yeah, Coyote Ugly was a not movie. a good movie. It, it was, was a just,
3: good movie. It's uh,
1: I liked it. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. Uh, so I have Buttons. one more, and uh, apparently, from what Matt tells us, this one will not be on the playlist. At least, not this version. Which might explain why I had such a hard time finding an even decent <laughs> version. To- yeah, there's like a
0: live
1: album. <laughs> Well, if you, li- if you hear, even the version I found to play a clip from is not that high of quality compared to everything else. I and mean, That's what I could find. That's weird. Uh, so this is Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks. I was actually really shocked that none of you tried to put this one on. I was kind of... That,
2: that one, yeah,
0: to kind me, of steered is there uh, smells
1: small teen spirit of country music. Okay, so which is what just Stu figured just figured said. That's, was gonna yeah. Which is what yeah. Stu just said. He steered clear, and you also steered yeah. clear. And that's fair. I totally um,
2: forgot about it because I would have put that. You know,
1: I had on the list. to. Well, that's when usually I,
3: the go-to song.
2: For and the when country, I saw no one else yeah. put it on their
1: list, I I put I added it to mine. So we we actually recently talked about this in the misheard lyrics episode. Um, <laughs> like like literally, you can like you can go back two weeks. Oh, yeah. Like it's right there. Just, just go back two weeks. Just go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. Right now, go back two weeks. Um, it was released on August 6, 1990 as the lead single from his album No Fences. Spent four weeks at number one on the country rock charts and about a bazillion weeks in everybody's fucking head. Uh, won both the Academy of Country Music and Country Music Association Awards in 19, uh, for 1990 Single of the Year. This song is crazy because it could fall on a Songs You Didn't Know remix episode again if we wanted it to because like I just said, Surprise, surprise. Garth wasn't the first person to sing this song. David Wayne Chamberlain was a full year before Garth Brooks in 1989. But we're going to talk about that. We mentioned it briefly on the Misheard Lyrics episode, but I saved some of it for here. It was written by Earl Budley and Dwayne Blackwell, and they gave it to Garth Brooks to record as a demo. This was, in fact, the last demo Garth Brooks ever recorded, Um, as it turned out he was about to explode into the country world with his first album. The problem was he loved this song, but the album was two weeks away from being released. So he couldn't put this song on the album. uh, Garth, uh, Garth Brooks or whatever the fuck is. Was it called Garth Brooks or was it just called Garth? I don't know. His first album. Yeah. So I'd look it up, but it's not on Spotify. (laughs) He's like, I can't look on Spotify. So he asked them, he said, can I keep this song? And add it to my next album. And they said sure. Which he thought was crazy. Because he's like they didn't know me. Like they didn't know. No one knew at the time that I was going to be anything. So the fact that they told me I could hold on to the song. Was kind of crazy. So he recorded his version the following year. And put it on his album. I don't know all the details. But what I do know is that in that time frame of that year. Somehow uh, Chamberlain got. His hands on the song, and he recorded and released his version in between Garth's first album and Garth's second album. It was just Garth Brooks, or was it Mark Chesnutt's version? I was going to mm-hmm. say this, which also very came out to, um, in nineteen ninety. Oh, the Buggles, with their uh, video killer radio <laughs> star situation. So yeah, yeah. So we've got yeah, so we got the eighty nine or the yeah the eighty nine version. We got the nineteen ninety version, and then we have another nineteen ninety version that comes out by Mark Chesnutt the same year as garth brooks was i don't get it anyway it comes and off his album too cold to most. home garth brooks yeah the the one you can't listen to right it's now it's just very weird like i don't even know how he got how how he got involved or why chestnut has like i don't I, there's just this whole weird story but the one we all know is garth brooks i didn't know there were other versions of the song don't know that I've ever heard them, but they're all out there. And probably one of them is going to be on the playlist, just not Garth Brooks. Because <laughs> no. we couldn't. I put, the, I put the live version on there. Well, that's weird. Okay. So you can get the live version, but you can't get the others? Correct. That's bizarre. So weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's probably so a bootleg. That, that was uploaded. actually the album was
3: Carth Brooks, not Garth or anything. It was his entire The name of the album was Garth Brooks? Okay.
1: Uh, we're moving into Matt's list. Uh this is a good song, Matt. It's uh Thank you. I really want to discuss when we're done going through the list what you guys think are like the better songs and some of the worst songs. It doesn't matter though that some of these are bad songs in my opinion. What we are discussing are songs that you just kinda need to be on a playlist if you're doing a country nineties country oh, album. Yeah. yeah. And we got listener feedback on that too. So and they got good shit. So but this is Matt's first choice. Um yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's wonderful.
0: Remake
1: by the way. Um, <laughs> but this is a more obvious remake you can't go wrong with reba yeah,
2: so.
1: okay so i was gonna say the same thing dude really it's one of those things it's kind of like i was just kind of making the argument for cindy Lauper and the country mm-hmm. world dolly and reba are kind of those uh, another, people right yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like you you're not allowed to really say much bad about them because they're yeah. wonderful i mean you can it's,
0: try but they're awesome, they're awesome people you're gonna
2: get, You'll be wrong
1: uh, yeah So you're going to get told why you're dumb. (laughs) So this is Fancy. by I mean, you don't have to like. I'm not an Elvis fan. We've gone over this many, many times. I like some Elvis songs. I'm not an Elvis fan, but I would never, ever tell you Elvis sucks. That would just be wrong of me. Uh, So this song, Fancy, was written and recorded by Bobby Gentry in 1969. Uh, The song was a crossover pop music hit for for Gentry. Actually, it reached the top 40 uh, on the Billboard Hot 100 so in 1991, Reba McIntyre took the song to number eight on the Billboard Country Charts. McIntyre just known as Reba by now. Just Reba. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call her McIntyre. McIntyre also produced a popular <laughs> music video for the song, <laughs> expanding on the song's storyline. Uh, since 1984, Reba wanted to record this song, um, but her producer at the time, Jimmy Bowen, he didn't he didn't like the idea. He was real worried that it too closely associated to Gentry. And that people wouldn't like that she did a remake of the song. So, Reba ends up changing producers, Um, maybe because the numbskulls made dumb decisions (laughs) like like that one. I clearly don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. So, shut up. So, her new producer, Tony Brown,'s like, yeah, go for it. So, she recorded it for the album Rumor. I'm sorry, Rumor has it. And then, as of November 2019, the song has sold 760,000 digital copies alone in the United yeah. States. And since uh that was like a couple years ago, I'm sure there are a lot more by now in twenty twenty three. Uh wonderful song and I would argue at this point her version is better known than Bobby Gentry's version. Like I would say that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's that's cool because this isn't like this isn't like the other ones we were talking about, where it's like, well, somebody released a weird version, and then she, no, she knew she was doing a remake of an already popular song, and I think that's why yeah. her first producer was like,
0: like, maybe don't. She's like, maybe shut it, because in the history of the want.
1: world, that never works out for anyone. Oh wait, yeah, never, <laughs> never ever, works out all never. Of the time. So we're gonna see a repeat, returning band here. We've we've seen um, Garth Brooks come back, and now we're gonna see another band come back. Matt brings us this one, which has become the TikTok meme song of all time here. I spend most every night <laughs> beneath the light of a neon moon. Now, if you listen, uh, a little more Brooks and Dunn. This is Neon Moon, nineteen ninety one. I, I like this. Song. I actually kinda like Brooks and Dunn. Like as far as country music goes, I, I'm not gonna lie. This was written by Ronnie Dunn and recorded by Country I mean, your name's Ronnie Dunn, you're gonna be a music uh country music star, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey Ronnie Dunn. Uh, well, Kicks Brooks. I mean, <laughs> either one of them.
1: Right. Like there are certain people. Like you're destined. Like what are you gonna be? You're gonna be a yeah. country music star. Yeah. Like there's babies named Jeeves. That's you know. Gonna, <laughs> like you're gonna be. A <laughs> if butler, your name is yeah. Jeeves, you're gonna be yeah. a butler. You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> there's babies like, named. Not gonna be a rock star. There's you know? babies. When they named, they argue with their Jeeves. parents about like
0: I want to do something more. And they're like, No, you're destined to be a butler. I, I want to be an
2: astronaut. No. No you're, Jeeves. Be a
0: butler. People are going to yeah. ask you things on the internet, <laughs> and then no one's going to remember you after a while.
1: Yeah. Hey, I got a question. Now, clean
2: up this mess. You're, I know you're good at it, Jeeves. Yeah. This
1: is Matt's fault that I'm about to tangent. Mr. Belvedere's very, real name. Very Jeeves. shortly. No, his first name was Lynn, actually. Lynn <laughs> Belvedere. <I know. laughs> Matt just made me yeah. tangent, so it's all Matt's fault. What are we supposed to start saying? I exed somebody? You can't say I tweeted somebody anymore? Listen, yeah, it's yeah. a dumb idea. It's a no. dumb idea. And it's from a d-
2: dumb man. It's wow. Yeah. It, and
1: and if you if uh, you guys get alerts, which I do, it'll say upside down. It'll smile. say X, mm. formerly known as Twitter, in your alerts, I swear to God. And I'm like, oh God. God, it's a Prince situation. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> just, just turn it into a symbol anyway. No. Uh this was released in February nineteen ninety two. It was the third yeah. single from their album, their debut album, Brand New Man. Came their third consecutive number one single for the country charts it was also their first single that didn't have a music video for it at this point it's been covered a few times dave odd or how do you say that name dave old Aud- covered the song for with uh cody Ballou in sure. june of 2022 and that's the version that's all over tiktok so it's kind of like they got huh. the dance crazes and that's the one where you hear the guy go noise noise <laughs> like i don't know what i do have you not heard it. that yeah actually. it's it's kind of like I'm a no nah, it's pretty much neon moon just with a little bit of uh a club thing added it's it's a it's okay it's not bad yeah. if you like neon moon it's not bad yeah. i've also covered it while sitting in a cracker barrel yeah. <laughs> i don't think that counts <laughs> matt if yeah, you're gonna say does. that then i've covered a lot of songs yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, when it, it, be, a when it becomes paper. a public performance,
1: yeah, <laughs> you publicly perform
0: Neon Moon and Cracker Barrel, and I'm sitting at the table, I'd waiting in for the... our food. Yep, sang it loud enough that other people heard. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just get wrapped up in it. It's, it's that awkwardness was it's that... of
2: yours. <laughs> How crowded was the Cracker Barrel? Oh, I'm just curious. Fairly
0: crowded.
1: Yeah. Well, he lives in he lives in Missouri. Don't say it. I was like <laughs> Missouri. the city. I didn't say Kansas City, Missouri. So it's a Cracker Barrel in Missouri. Mm. Duh.
2: Math. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like really. I mean, yeah,
0: what's I funny mean. is it's like a newer restaurant, so people got real excited to go to the Cracker Barrel. Oh, isn't barrel. that weird? That's how
1: people are around here. Like, Something oh, new yeah, open. You don't know understand, like, man. It could be oh, yeah. a gas station, and people are losing their oh, yeah. shit for the first oh, yeah? couple wah, wah. Days. Yeah. My God, it's somewhere guys. different it's to go. Well, we're not that lame. We're lame, but. God, give us some credit, you know. It's like yeah. we just recently got Taco John's out here. Uh, it's been. I haven't almost, been there. Have You been there yet? No, yeah.
3: I've I've driven by it and it's swamped. It's
1: funny because we got a Jack in the Box here finally, and it was like a big shit for like a year, and, and now it's, now it's out of dead. business. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I think, to Ohio. I think it's just bad placement on the. It was. That's a home.
1: really bad place to put a restaurant. Yeah. And, you know, getting in and uh, out of the there. it seems like in, uh, it'd be good. So, but let's not talk about this. Nobody right. gives a shit. <laughs> 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 the one in Oakley still going strong. But, in know. fact, let's talk about what I do give a shit about, which might be the worst fucking song on today's list, Matt. It's, mm, it, we okay. can say arguably, but mm, I don't even know, man. This is just a bad fucking song. But here you go. Dude, dude come you on. Back no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. There might be one that has worse lyrics. I can sing this though. I'm, going, going, going I'm sold yeah. to the lady in the second row. She's a lady, she's a nine, Jason. she's a ten. I know she got, ruby, got red ruby red lips,
0: red lips blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes.
1: I'm, I'm about to, about to kiss my, my heart, heart goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> That's
2: so it's bad. awful
0: on so many so levels. Bad. No, it's the best. This no, is no is I'm a, just Matt, talking about this. This song sounds like ass. Okay. Shots have been fired. You're not
1: you're yeah, not getting you're not it. getting off as you're not getting <laughs> yeah, off either. Kev. You've yet. got one on oh, yours well, we're gonna have I, to talk about. I, oh,
2: I, I know my shit is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all that tofu that you're eating.
1: Well we I, I have a I have
3: a
2: <laughs> for for some some I know reason, my shit is terrible song, so, it's yeah. probably
1: all that tofu you've been eating. He's probably right. Um, <laughs> yeah. this is sold by John Michael Montgomery, the Grundy County, Grundy auction County auction. incident. Uh, written by Richard Fagan and Rob Royer and recorded by, do you, like, do you <laughs> think, Royer do you think some Richard some and Rob situation. were sitting in a room going, this is some dumb shit, who can we get to sing this? <laughs> no. Dude, come on, man. They got a guy uh, who's
0: like borderline auctioneer to do the song. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Dude, it is
1: corny <laughs> as fuck. Uh, hey, let it be, John. Mike, no, that's the Beatles. That's that's. Ah, uh, well, true. Um, it was released in 1995 as the second second single from his his. Uh, oh, I was trying to do an auction thing there. I couldn't figure out how to make mm-hmm. it work. Like his second single, I was like, yeah, yeah. give me going once, going it didn't work. <laughs> Fuck it. Hmm. Uh, it was the second single. From it's gonna his be a weird one to edit. Self title. I don't edit that shit out. You know better than that. It hit number one on the country charts in the United States and Canada in July of 1995. Bad, it? it was named Billboard Hot Country Single and Tracks Number One Single for 1995. No, nah, man, it's corny as shit. Uh, I never said it wasn't. I'm just saying it's a great
0: song. Uh, It'd be a great song. to be corny as shit. Uh, There's plenty yeah. of songs like that.
1: Yes. Okay. But I had this argument with my wife earlier. You are correct. There are plenty of songs like that, and I love some of them. Yeah. However... The one thing that I think is key is does the person singing the song know it's corny or do they think they're being clever? And that is what sets some people apart. Like there are people that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is dumb and it's going to be fun. We're going to sing it. And then there's people like, this is clever as (laughs) shit. And I often wonder which one we are dealing with. This song is corny, but everybody knows it. Like, it totally needs to be on a 90s country music playlist, because everybody knows this song. Um, Therefore, I added it. I just sang it with you.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Why did you pick it, Matt? Uh, Strangely enough, this was, by the way, it's off the album, Kicking It Up. Um, I know this because it was the first album that I ever bought with my own money on CD. Uh, That and the soundtrack to The Mask, for some reason, those were like the two albums I got same day.
1: We learned so what much about Matt on this show. Yeah. Things you just never would have fucking known. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. What was my first? C- I don't know what my first CD was. I don't know what the mine first. Mine was
3: Young MC Bust a Move. I, your first CD? Yep. I would yep. bet CD mine. CD
1: specifically, though. CD specifically. I would bet mine. Yep. I I If it wasn't my first, it was one of my early ones was uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. So okay, that's a good one. So it, you know, actually, you know what my first CD might have been? It might have been from Columbia House. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a penny. Well, yeah, like, 30 of them wait, a penny. then you had like
3: eleven of them then. Not, yeah, not one. But I you mean, it might have been first
1: the first CD. one I picked. Might have been off of because Col- I got like um so much for the Afterglow and like a bunch of CDs off of that. Yep. I
3: I stuck and with And then cassette. you changed your name and got yes more. we did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like he got cool stuff and I'm like. John Michael Montgomery. Uh, we, uh, Well, I held out for a long time in the world of CDs. I I kept, because I had a really nice tape deck, and I kept tapes for a long time. I was one of the holdouts, because I didn't want to switch all my shit. So,
0: <sighs> and
1: then Columbia, House, Columbia House helped you out. So we have Kevin's list now. And <clears throat> uh, I said Kevin doesn't get off easy. This next song has That's some really <laughs> freaking cheesy-ass lyrics. Here you go. Mm.
0: Buddy, say I'm getting into like hey, yeah. you know, this
1: she got me calling her sugar bear snuggle but I don't know what the hell he says he he nearly threw his shoulder out winning her that teddy bear though I'll tell you that much mm-hmm. <laughs> God this is this is I like it I love it I don't want no more of this uh this is Tim McGraw Tim McGraw yeah. I like it. I love it. Written by Jeb Stewart Anderson, Stephen Dukes, and Mark Hall, and recorded by Tim McGraw. Released in Jan- July, not January. There's a J there, but it's definitely not January of 1995. It was the first single from his album All I Want. It is his ninth single overall and his third number one single on the Hot Country Songs chart. Uh, if you like the N H, it ain't a fucking mother- mm. shit ass <laughs> mother. How you doing? Leather. No Red leather, yellow it's leather Red leather, yellow leather If you like the NHL and you're a Predators fan You might know the alternate version he recorded with the lyrics oh, god, Don't know what it is about the Predators scoring Oh no <laughs> That is awful. <laughs> Yikes. Wait, 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 wait. That wait, wait.
0: is awful. Hang on.
1: But he likes so, it. He loves it. He Tim wants- McGraw. Yeah, yeah they played the a Predators game. Yeah,
0: t- but no, Tim McGraw specifically, not like as far as an I know. On staff guy, Tim McGraw himself did that. As Far as I know.
3: So you sure? If it wasn't it's for the played out in the, the radio hemisphere. <clears throat> Not knowing it's How'd connected game it to the, I don't the think it's played. Game. I
1: don't think it's played in the radio. I think they just play the clip of okay. a, a hockey game because people
3: are going to be like, "What the
1: hell?" <laughs> Some predators scoring sounds really bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stu's brain better. went somewhere else, and I wasn't thinking about it until he's like, "Wait a minute, they play this on the radio, and I don't know what it is about predators scoring." And I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right that would There's be bad That's just not okay you're right. <laughs> like most of it <laughs> wow i bet he didn't even think about it when he recorded <laughs> right now tim mcgraw's at home listening to the show going oh shit i said what <laughs>
0: he's like wait 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 <laughs> wait i never thought of that oh my
1: god i never thought faith <laughs> faith we gotta make some <laughs> we, we gotta change it faith <laughs> yeah the fact that Art was one my autograph. Uh Damn it! You told me, Faith. You said I should have said, "Don't know what it is about this hockey team score," <laughs> and I went I with. We just, we just
0: started like this hypothetical conversation he had with his wife. Well, Faith you know, <laughs> you yeah. brought it up, we're gonna go
1: with it. Hey, she didn't make the list either, and they, they did a couple duets together too, which were uh, which were decent songs, you know. Okay. But uh, she didn't make anybody's list. Oh God, <laughs> you're more <morning> than a lover. <sighs> Kevin, yes. Uh, Explain
2: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, YouTube is a hell of a drug. Um, yeah, it's just like looking up like different country songs. So like, he didn't actually sorry, know didn't this song before
3: this. Oh, I knew <laughs> oh, the sure song, he did.
2: but yeah, I totally knew the song. I was just trying to like think of like different songs to put on the list. Like anytime I'm, I'm un- quite not familiar with a genre that we do. Yeah, he, re- up. YouTube. He
1: researches it and. Picks what yeah. oh yeah that's that's a big hit or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I, I thoroughly go through the archives of YouTube hard at work, just kind of sweating and
1: <laughs> shut up. songs up <laughs> Well your next pick uh might be my favorite song on the list, but but not this version.
2: And though I make mistakes, I'll never
0: break. I know
2: by the moon, the stars, and the stars,
3: the I like to win all for one, did it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I thought you were gonna say when Mike Tyson did it. That's swear! That's <laughs> swear! I
1: swear. Let's call by
0: back the moon. everybody if you want to go back and listen to an old episode. Um,
1: so this is—I swear—this is, I swear, this is the John Michael Montgomery version, written by Gary Baker and Frank J. Myers. It became a hit for John Michael Montgomery in 1993, and a hit for All remake. for One in 1994. It actually was it was, was the was original, first, yeah. Oh shit. Um, but it wasn't. It was a remake, but there there was a whole thing that went on. With oh, that, okay. you know, because they had two songs. It wasn't just the one. Uh-huh. Twas the lead single from his album, Kicking It Up, as Matt had mentioned before. Uh, Montgomery's version spent four weeks at number one on the U.S. Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. Later, crossing over to pop radio and reaching number forty-two on the Billboard Hot 100. All for One and John Michael Montgomery actually recorded an updated duet version for the deluxe edition of All for One's 2015 album, Twenty Plus. As we all know, the two uh, also did "I Can Love You Like That." which was the other song. Yeah, I think it was something to do with uh, the, there was the, record label. the record label or something. I think
3: it was their own ma- same management yeah. or something like
1: that. And the two, which is really cool, because always, I always kind of wondered, the, the the two entities, John Michael Montgomery and All For One, I guess had a good relationship regarding the whole thing over the years. Isn't that the along.
3: same thing with uh, Aerosmith that got theirs re-recorded in countries somehow?
1: What song? Uh i feel like i want to i feel like you're don't want to miss miss a thing. A thing did that was there a country version of, i could totally it, yeah, see there, was, there being it was a country version, I just a country don't, version I of that song who did it i i now that he says that i can almost hear it in my head but i don't i don't know either
3: it was for arm yeah. armageddon soundtrack
1: well right? no aerosmith does it for armageddon well that's what i'm saying yeah. armageddon's now there now there well there's the whole con air thing so oh, um, the irony no <laughs> what are you talking? I, I jumped ahead.
2: <laughs> you do that a lot. I jumped, I jumped ahead
1: the <laughs> nice next question. No, Con Air, Um, God, we just talked about her. Somebody's got to help me.
0: Uh, Mark looks like Mark Chestnut also did. I don't want to miss the her? thing. Yeah,
1: somebody, somebody. Oh, yeah, so okay, Mark Chestnut did a version of "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing." Leanne Rhymes oh, yeah. sang. "Um, she sang the song." Oh God, what's the song? It was. It's. It's the main. It's the love theme from Conair. But her parents. She. It was her song. It, and her parents will live. I don't want to don't want to live. Yeah. Don't want to live. I don't want to live without you. Or can, how can I live? How can I? How live? do I
0: live? With, it's literally called how do I how live, do I like live?
1: I so she Matt, I'm going to mute the fuck out of you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> don't get sassy pants with me. Uh, yeah. How do I live? Um, but her parents wouldn't let her do it for Con Air because it was an R rated movie and she was underage at the time. True story. What? So that's why there's two no. versions of how do I live out there?
0: Oh yeah, it's like mm-hmm. didn't Blue come out when she was like fifteen? or She 16, was like fourteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh geez. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, her parents wouldn't let her do it for an R-rated movie, so that's why the the second version of How Do I Live got released. So yeah.
0: Oh God, she was thirteen. When, <laughs> yeah, that's <when laughs> why I said I thought out. it was like fourteen, Jeez.
1: so I knew it was pretty young. Why, Kevin, did yeah. you pick I Swear by John Michael Montgomery?
2: Uh, you know, I mean, I, I like the song. I mean, even though this is uh, not my favorite version of this particular song, just like,
1: just added it on there just for shits and giggles. It's the song but that
2: got him to wear the cowboy
3: hat.
1: I will say <laughs> that I have made a statement for years, and All For One helped me back that statement up more than they know, and that is that a lot of country ballads could are easily... Crossed over into R and B if you just take out the oh, steel yeah. guitar and the twangy voice, yeah. and, it, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, and there's the,
0: a lot that can cross over the reverse if you add yes, the steel
1: yes, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, yeah. Because yeah. who are the guys now that, that that are real big? They did that song from the ground up. I can't, I can't <sighs> think of their names. Anyway, they keep releasing songs, and these songs are huge in the country world. And I'm like, yeah, but that just sounds like an R and B song to me. Like it doesn't even sound like country to me, Dan except and Shay. Da, yeah, yeah, Dan and Shay. They do a lot of stuff that to me sounds like I'm mean, like Casey and Jojo could sing that and it'd be totally on the R&B charts like right now. So hmm. I've been saying that for years, and then this just kind of helped. I back kind of up. feel like there's a country version of All My Life now that you say that. Really? Oh, look it up. All my life, baby, oh baby. Bye, bye. We <laughs> this to country in a really bad way. i pray for someone like you. Oh. All right, Kevin has one more song while while Matt is looking that up. Kevin, this is your final pick this week. And here we go. All right. I yes, will admit sweetie. I've had strawberry wine. That's pretty good. That was dirtier than you intended it to sound. <laughs> <laughs> that song is about sex, dude. No, yeah. but I'm saying <laughs> you're, we've all you're, we've all had strawberry wine. I hope at this point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're seventeen. Mm-hmm. No, I was um,
2: seventeen too at the time. Um, Don't play this at a predators game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with Tim McGraw <laughs> um, This is Strawberry Wine by Deanna Carter Written by, and guys I'm going to butch this name And I can't help it, if this is the actual spelling It's not my fault Matt Racka Berg M-A-T-R-A-C-A T-R-O-U-B-L-E <laughs> Matt <Racka. laughs> Dude, I was just going with the way you were spelling it and then You, you guys are got like, Matt Racka
0: trouble <laughs> That's <laughs> the trouble with Matraco.
1: Oh, guys, I gotta tell you this. This is another tangent. I can't help it. We were playing a game the other night, and you can put your your the name of your your player in as whatever you want. And uh, somehow, not a doctor got brought up. So I put S I T. No, no, probably. you weren't were in on the game. <laughs> um, I put S I T U B U S I T. I put sit ubu sit, but it was one word, and my kids are going. Well, I don't. Sudubu sid, sid, sit. Sudubu sit. What What is sit? And I was like, it was, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Strawberry Wine, uh, written by that Matraka Berg and Gary Harrison and recorded by Deanna Carter. And this one was released in 96. It was uh, also her de- debut single and her first, um, off her first debut album. Did I Shave My Legs for This? That was the name of the album. Uh, This was number one hit on both the U.S. Billboard Hot Country singles and tracks chart and the Canadian RPM country tracks chart. It is also her most successful single and her signature song. It was also considered a little controversial since it is about a teen girl losing her virginity. Uh, Songwriter Berg originally wanted to record the song herself, but she was dropped by her record label and decided she was going to shop the song around. A few singers passed on it, including Trisha Yearwood. Uh, but then Deanna Carter heard it and was like, um, yeah, I want to do that song. It won Song of the Year at the Country Music Association Awards in 1997 and was voted Song of the Year by the Nashville Songwriters Association International and the Nashville Music Awards. And also, it was also nominated for a Grammy for Best Country Song, uh, Academy of Country Music Awards Best Country Song nominee, and Country Music Award Radio Awards for Song of the Year. I bet there wasn't dust on that bottle of strawberry (laughs) wine back then. Uh, (laughs) 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 But I wonder about now. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Kevin, (laughs) why did you pick Strawberry Wine by Deanna Carter? All right. Every time I listen to this song, it reminds me of his first time. uh,
2: Yeah, but it always (laughs) reminds me of going to the dentist because I always hear this inside my dentist's (laughs) office.
1: (laughs) I was like where is he going? <laughs> With this?
0: Yeah, just That makes me question uh, your Dennis a little bit though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like why are you always playing the song about underage girls getting laid?
1: she it's was I don't at. know that she was when I mean, she's underage for us, but I don't think she was saying in the song. This isn't inappropriate yeah. cuz like it wasn't like a 30 year old. Well, we don't know.
3: She doesn't say. Well, now she's probably yeah. way over that.
1: Well, yeah. But she doesn't really say anything about the, how old the guy is. So it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be creepy. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be creepy. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Can we pretend like it's not? Because sometimes I just get a little skeezed out. Okay? Sometimes on this <laughs> yeah. show we talk about skeezy stuff too much. <laughs> well, we, I mean, some of the songs that we go
2: over are written by skeezy people. And uh, it's just. You know, I just picture
1: Kevin's dentist walking up putting the mask on him like you're about to fall asleep and he clicks a button and all you hear is strawberry and Kevin's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> He's practiced uh, that uh, that struggle yeah. sound with the with the mask on a few times. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he wakes up. He wakes up Boot, Scoot, and boots getting boogies my playing. P- <laughs> yeah, T R O U P E. Wake up! My pants are undone. is like, what "In the troubles fuck? playing yeah. Predator songs." <laughs> the Predator songs, but <laughs> <laughs> that version. <laughs> oh, so that's everybody's list. Predator scoring, sort of. Um, what happened? What, see, what had happened was I asked for a list, and every one of these mofos, including myself, had picked the same exact song. Oh, yeah. So it has to be mentioned and talked about on the show. So we all gave our list of three, and then this is everybody's fourth song. Never had a plan just to live in for the minute. Here yeah, with Danny under on the channel never knew how much that muddy water meant to me but i
0: learned how to swim and i learned who it
1: was found living, not living. You know. maybe I don't the don't dumbest song on the list right <laughs> but hotter than I don't know. do I don't know man a 90s but country how, yeah song. how do you not put Chattahoochee on a 90s country musical you have to mm. right you have to it just has yeah. to be done Uh, This is Alan Jackson, 1992 Like I said, literally all of us tried to add this to our list So I'm like, well, we're going to talk about it Co-written and recorded by American country music artist Alan Jackson It was released in May of 1993 As the third single from his album A Lot About Living And A Little About Love Chattahoochee debuted at number 72 On the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks For the week week of May uh, 15, 1993 Yeah, that's a three Uh, It also peaked at number 46 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, not country, becoming Jackson's first Hot 100 entry. It was also certified three times platinum by the RIAA. So, this song has some of the corniest fucking lyrics ever. And somehow it is the catchiest fucking song (laughs) ever. Like, there is a, I crack on it all the time. There is a verse in the song where he tries to get lucky with his girlfriend. She says mm-hmm. no, so he settles for eating a cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> yeah, but hey, man, it teaches you about consent. It's
1: so, he was yeah, willing, but yeah. she wasn't ready. Know. Yeah, it's not, it's not oh, gross. He, he goes it's to just have funny. a burger
0: and a grape snow cone. She,
1: right. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I can't get laid. I'll set up for a burger. It's 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 a good second choice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Might as well, you
3: know. What makes the song go? Talk about it with the boys. My mom actually How liked it do? a lot.
1: Your mom was a big fan. I could see your mom liking way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, where we get such wonderful lyrics as "It was hotter." A hoochies, than, a than a hoochie coochie, not no. a hoochis coochie. Stu said it was hotter than what? Stu said it was hotter than a hoochis coochie. Hoochis coochie, <laughs> a hoochie coochie, um, which I think was a term before it became uh, derogatory. But, uh, you see, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was popularized by Charo. Yeah. Hoochie, coochie, Charo. I think hers was just coochie
2: coochie, wasn't it? Coochie coochie. Oh yeah, that's right. No, right.
3: Like, there's actually memes out there, like you know how the the five day weather playing and then you have Alan Jackson sitting there and
2: says, it's <laughs> going to be hotter know. than a hoochie <laughs> coochie. <laughs>
1: so one of the things I want to talk about real quick is um, first of all a song that didn't make this list that was in fact a well it might have been 80s I guess it might have been was that 89 was achy breaky heart 1989 uh, I think so <sighs> why would we put that on the greatest Ha! <laughs> uh, we didn't put it with this isn't a greatest um, list This is the songs that need to be on a mixtape, and you got to admit, Achy Breaky. But we talked about the fact that even Achy Breaky Heart was a remake. That song wasn't original either. right? And all these songs tonight, there were so many of these that were, in fact, remakes. And when they're not, it's usually written by or co-written by that singer, which is also kind of weird. Or in Garth Brooks' case, written by other, I don't know. Listen, it's just shocking, and I think we noticed this a lot on the 80s Country Episode 2. A lot of freaking remakes. And what's Mm -hmm. weird about the Country remakes is we often don't know the original. We didn't even know it existed. The other thing I kind of wanted to bring up to you guys is did you guys notice a big shift? When we did the 80s one, one female artist made that list. Juice Newton. But we had more female artists on Mm -hmm. this list. Why do you guys think that is? Women's Uh, rights. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what it is too. (laughs) They had no rights in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) What, no one picked Dolly Parton in the 80s? We didn't, because most of her bigger hits were from the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. Same with uh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Most of the songs you know from them were actually late 70s. So their
3: duet was from the 70s?
1: Islands in the Stream? Yeah. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. It might have been 1979. I think I considered it, it, though. Oh. (laughs) Man, I'm on it. I'm on it. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this isn't 1983 oh okay so i was wrong. Right. oh really one of the things i think that we really start noticing is it's not just a country thing if you go into any genre of music you'll notice that women start they don't it starts with dudes and then eventually women start becoming more and more popular they take over yeah metal it happens in metal happening um, right now it happened in rap where we start seeing men, and then women kind of come in, and we start seeing them become more and more prolific in the world. Now I don't know why that is, but it definitely happens a lot. So, because the fans want to see the women doing it more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know why it is, but it's it's definitely a thing. So there you go. Um, we're gonna go into our thoughts here in a second, briefly on on all the picks and everything. But before we do, we got some listener. Uh, some listener feedback. The Tapeworms have spoken and given us their choices for songs that should be on there. Uh, John Michael Montgomery seems to be the big winner this evening, as uh, Jim Dalzell says, Be My Baby Tonight by John Michael Montgomery. Skiznot spoke up and said, uh, "Mary Chapin Carpenter, and I feel lucky. We got Steve from the Armchair Booking, our boy Steve. Uh, Brand new man by Brooks and Dunn and Alan Jackson, Midnight in Montgomery. So those were his picks. We should be, if you guys haven't listened, we just did an episode with uh, Steve, or we're about to. Actually, I don't know which one. That was our 80s medal. Connie spoke up. Connie says, uh you know, if there's another band that Connie brings up a lot besides uh Cindy Lopper. I was
3: gonna say Cindy Lauper's not in country.
1: It's the Juds. Mm. <laughs> hey, she, she figured she out did it, she did it for yeah. the eighties, she got Cindy Lopper in there. Yeah, yep. but it's not in country though. She got Cindy she Lopper in our eighties she... country. How? She did. It's Connie, man. She released an album. She released country songs. some country Ugh. Christmas song, yeah. <laughs> but she likes to bring the Juds up a lot too, and she gave us the Juds. Love Can Build Me a Bridge. And then she says, uh, Rockin' Years by Dolly and Ricky Van Shelton. Oh, and Sinwagon by the Chicks. But this was the 90s, so they were the Dixie Chicks. So we're going to call them that. Brad Sorensen said, Dwight Yoakam, fast as you. We have Joe Blevins, who suggests Highway Patrol, Junior Brown. So uh, there are you some that name <laughs> listeners. Joe Blevins. Yeah. Uh, you might. You, <laughs> we know a lot you, of you. You know
0: them you, really? you know him as a different name. We know some of these I'll, I'll tell you off air in case he wants to keep <laughs> saying. <laughs> it. <laughs> you're gonna, it's going to be
1: off air and you're going to be like, he goes by Deep Throat. Like, <laughs> you, like, you make it sound yeah. so cryptic, I I'm love so, it. Uh, so you guys brought it. Once again, thank you so much. We we love the feedback. As always, please check out all the acts that we talk about here on the show. Matt's going to put together the playlist to the best of his ability on Spotify. I going to say, yeah, the best of my ability. On Both our one. picks, and, of course, your guys' <laughs> picks go out well as well. Uh, if you want in on the action, your best bet is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I'm sorry, X, whatever. Uh, you know everybody's going to keep calling it Twitter, and they're just going to switch the name back. Yeah. But. Yep. Uh, we put the call out on uh, all those sites and ask people what they would add on, and that's how you get in on this action. Um, so what do you guys think of the country picks overall? It's good stuff. I liked it. <laughs> it's <crickets. laughs> cricky, cricky. It was just like we get, I we like get it. Matt. It I was, love it. I want some more of oh it. Oh, God. You know? We get Matt. It was yeah. good. Nobody else. <laughs> That was good are we? Are There's, you guys uh, all in some kind of shock? <laughs> they're like, like we're finally that. done
0: doing the nineties country <laughs> album.
1: Next comes the two thousands. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so I'm not
0: gonna lie. I was really looking forward to this episode because I I really wanted to hear what you guys put on your on your list. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I grew up listening to mostly nineties country music. So. Picking my list was not difficult for me at all. Oh, it wasn't
1: hard Same. for me either. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. That, and, Jason and, and actually like, asked like, me. Oh, can't wait to hear this. Jason yeah. asked me to do it, and I had like a list. Matter of like f- everyone two minutes. did.
1: This might have been the fastest yeah. response list I got from everyone. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, like oh, it was dude. just like fired off like. Pew, pew, pew. And I know what it was. It's like these are the. It's not. These are the first songs that came to mind. Boom! Here you go, and that's what was funny. The first song on everybody's list. Except for maybe with Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee. and I'm like, of course, because what like it just pops into your head, you can't help it. Mm -hmm. Um, What this list taught to me (laughs) was that country songs, especially in the '90s, versus the '80s, like the '80s country music versus the '90s is much cheesier, much cornier. Um, There's a huge, huge shift from like what we had in the '80s to the '90s, and yeah, but. Everyone knows every one of these damn songs. I don't care if you listen to country music or not. I don't. If you're the guy at home right now that never listens to, I don't listen to country music, and you're the guy at home going, I only listen to metal. And we say, "Thunder rolls, any man of mine, trouble, boot yeah. and boogie." Know,
0: trust me, metalheads
1: like country without knowing it. Well, they even and, if uh, even if they don't like it or yeah. love it, <laughs> stop it or want more of it. They yeah. know, like you know, these songs. You may not know all yeah. thirteen songs we just talked about. But I bet you know eight or nine of them without flinching. Like, And oh, I yeah. bet if you heard the others, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I heard that shit, too. Like, yep. Stu seemed a little, like, taken aback by um, Dust on the Bottle, which is kind of shocking to me. It was a- I mean, yeah, that's kind of
3: there's a chance I probably didn't hear it back then, but I just never really listened to it I was
1: really much. shocked we didn't get Indian Outlaw from you.
3: I was surprised oh, from yeah. you, because you're Indian always, like... Off. I'm an Indian
1: outlaw. Because I used to make fun Jerry, of you for listening call, to it. Ball. You Did used it one to one listen to guy. it, and I made fun of it all the time. Chum, 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 chum. <laughs> a, I was expecting you to song, have it on there. That song is blatantly racist, by the way. Yes, <laughs> it is. Totally, yeah. Also okay, yeah. uh, a we'll cover, though. Uh, It's not a, yeah. It's cover? Yeah. No shit. Yep. So he's not fully racist. Yeah, but I pick on you because no, he's you at racist. one time like used to cruise around in your little red car, and it was like Indian outlaw was always cranking. My little red sports car. Yeah. Anyway, his little Nissan. His little red Corvette.
0: Little red Corvette.
1: Red Nissan. <laughs> didn't yeah, I, now I see Prince sitting at a desk yeah, I it trying, to, trying to figure out how to write the kind song. Of car. Little oh, Red Buick. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> I got to take a break and
0: write Raspberry Bidet real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your purple one? Yes. How does yes. she wear a Raspberry Bidet? I don't know, but it sounds good. Yeah. What Not if we change
2: waist. it? Just she get she got it from a
1: secondhand store. Just hear cheap. me out <laughs> on this. What if we change it to beret? Hmm. <laughs> Go make me some pancakes. Yeah, that was our country list. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoy your picks, uh, as is always the case. Like we really appreciate when you guys fire back your thoughts on the social medias. Like we really, really appreciate it. Um, we have a crossover coming up that we just mentioned with Steve from Armchair Booking. Uh, we will be talking 80s metal, uh, and when I mean metal, we get we get in some metal. Uh, we're also playing an episode with total 80s, totally 80s and 90s. We just mentioned, and another episode with Behind the Funny is coming up real, real soon. Uh, go check out the Woodstock '99 episode number 80 that we did with Behind the Funny if you want some more of that. And we're working on a few more as well. We hope to have Patrick back on at some point soon, and we've been talking to some other people not not just celebrities, but like some people that we think like would just be cool to like put together episodes with us yeah so we've like so we got some other things in the work too some some one-off episodes we're discussing a few different events i uh, got believe it or not we're releasing more tiktok videos and have i have some we have a really weird one but fun uh <laughs> video planned i started working on it it's a guys so oh man yeah it's gonna be great. Uh, so guys, be on the lookout for that when it gets released. We that we have some help from our our main man skiznot not on that one, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, um,
0: so be on the lookout for all that stuff. More excited than you know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun.
1: <laughs> I started working on it uh, yesterday, or no, Friday, I think it was. And so, uh, so stick around. We we love hearing from you guys. Like I said, we're working on some some possible uh events as well. Uh, we did the the trauma screening, and we. Uh, I've been talking about trying to do some other stuff, so we might be putting some of that together. So, you know, stick around. We, we love having you guys here, and, you know, we do it for you. All for you, Damien. Uh, all for you. If you have been thinking to yourself, I need to leave these guys a review, then just, just go ahead and grab your phone or tablet just, right just now. Just do it, yeah. guys. Just open the just app. Just do it. Click the five stars. It What's stopping it's, you? Yeah, it's Nothing. A, go ahead right now. We'll wait. But, but, but don't... Don't do it right now if you're driving. Yeah, you can, pull like, over. Pull
0: over, and then give us five yeah. to ten stars. At least wait till you get to your destination, drive. and yeah, it yeah.
2: yeah, But if you do end up getting into a car crash, and with your last dying breath, when You're stopped. going ahead, and you know, I mean, you're a not driving. Us in. At five stars, at
0: least make your last words stay.
2: Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I mean, be. leave a legacy. I mean, it would be
1: really sad, but crying out loud, but common, but, no, but just, really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would we know? We would feel it in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be
0: like, have somebody like chisel it onto your headstone at least. I just felt a yeah. great
1: disturbance in the fun. awesome force. We lost somebody, but they stayed mm-hmm. awesome all the way out. Yeah. Uh, also,
2: drop we'll us a line. put extra pepperoni on your tombstone. Dro-
1: drop us a oh, line. That sounds good. Drop Thank us man. a line. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you, what you might want to hear, like what topic you might want to hear. We would, we would love that. Also, uh, where are you listening to us? Are you at work or is it during your commute? Are you mowing the lawn? I, I'm kind of interested. Where are you guys at? What are you doing when you tend to listen to this show? Are you taking a poo? This self, is a really long self, poo. Self-defecating. I'm on a raspberry bidet. Self-defecating? Who's going to defecate for you, Stu? Self-defecating. Isn't throat. it always self-defecating? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Just assisted poop. I love it so much. Self-devocating. Assisted my hand. Just, somebody's just sitting there rubbing your back, encouraging it.
1: Hold yeah. on, oh, is, is, is that, that what it? that song was about? Hold my hand. I got a poo. Oh, hold my oh. poo. <laughs> I'm gonna give it the best that the best that I can. Is that like him trying to Squatty potty in the blowfish?
3: potty in the blowfish. Oh my god. Pooty. <laughs>
1: oh <no. laughs> And blowfish can stay the same, it's fine.
0: <laughs> why why did my brain not go there first? I don't was, know.
1: <laughs> pooty in the blowfish.
2: <laughs> More like pooty and the turdfish.
1: <laughs>
2: <So>, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good.
1: Uh, that's it guys. Uh, thank you once again for joining us and please stick around. Actually, you guys have been great. I say this all the time, but it's cause I, cause it happens all the time. I see the numbers growing and it freaks me the F out sometimes. And I'll, I'll I'll, like text the guys and be like, Oh my God, guys, our numbers just like had a huge spike and it's all because of you guys and we love you guys for it. So how many viewers we supposed to have? Uh, I don't know if anybody's viewing us it will be uh, creepy. <laughs> yeah, they're just I'm looking through your window. Or I'm not gonna to announce
0: it. that on the show. Well,
3: the,
1: if everyone would send us a dollar, we'd be great. We'd have three dollars, and last yeah, week yeah. it was only a dollar So that's weird. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> ha- half a person. It is weird. Oh, I'm go- I'm gonna stop tangenting. Instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you guys for listening, and uh, until next, because I was about to tangent again. I just want you to know. Until next we speak, remember to always. Mm. Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. That's go. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, there my are God. Times I was about to stand you up. Like again. I was going like to sing. Like your head is a big bandage, old you know, bucket. Go, so.
3: yeah. Filled with fuzzy dreams.
2: Because
3: oh, you wish you were a Muppet. Yeah.
2: But you can't
3: play the, the music. Hard. And you can't light the lights. It's all you can do just to make it through Any more of these lonely nights So you grab your favorite mixed tea And you pop it in the slot And you scream two words along with all the nurse Cause right now, it's all you've got